Welcome to Balling in the Six, your podcast for everything Toronto Raptors. I'm KJ, your host, and let's get straight into it. So taking a look at last season, the Raptors' struggles in the playoffs have been dissected to death. Last season, of course, was no different, being swept by LeBron James again. This led to, of course, the firing of long-term coach Dwayne Casey and the implementing of Nick Nurse, his assistant, one he didn't particularly get on very well with, to the side. It'll be interesting how this changes the dynamic of the Raptors. But in any sense, last season cannot really be called a success. It didn't build on anything. It was literally stuck in the same place. Despite being first in the Eastern Conference, we still got swept in the Eastern Conference semi-finals for the second year running to the same team and to the same player, LeBron James. So I say, forget this season. Let's look at what Nick Nurse can bring to the team. Let's look at what potential new players can bring. Let's look at how our youngsters can develop and how our star players can continue to lead and hopefully take their form to the playoffs this year, which they have struggled to do in the past. So with that in mind, let's look ahead to the next season. So the most important thing really looking forward is of course the off-season. And this off-season in particular has been absolutely crazy when looking around the NBA. The Raptors unfortunately have not been involved in any big trades. And I say unfortunately because it is a definitely a chance in my opinion to push on. Uh, and we'll go into this later with the stacked West and how the talent has really been drained out of the East leaving three or four contenders. Uh, left especially with LeBron LeBron now at the LA Lakers one important move that Toronto did make was the re-signing of Fred Van Vliet to a two-year 18 million contract that is definitely worth it Van Vliet was an absolute revelation last season re-signing him was extremely important I can see however this making space for someone like DeLon Wright to be involved in a trade Van Vliet will likely be our second choice backup point guard and honestly with the talent Devon has and how he's developing I can't really see him wanting to stay third choice at this Raptors side. Potential free potential trades excuse me involving someone like trading people like Devon and Ibaka perhaps someone like Kevin Love of course with LeBron gone the Cleveland Cavaliers will be looking to tank somewhat. There's really no reason for them to keep someone like Kevin Love on their team, an experienced winner, veteran. So they may be open to a trade of some sorts. With our salary, it will definitely be very difficult. We'll have to dump someone like Ibaka, and with Ibaka's recent form, especially in the playoffs, I assume it will be extremely difficult to find someone to take him. Could we look perhaps at free agents in particular? Of course, people like Lorenzo Brown, Lucas Nogueira, Malcolm Miller have not yet re-signed and their contracts are expiring. They don't take on much salary, of course. So again, we'll need to find someone to dump salary on. And again, I'll refer back to Ibaka for this. 
he's the most likely because he earns something something like 16 million a year which for a player of his form is not justifiable picking up someone for example like Wayne Ellington a fantastic three point shooter scored the sixth most threes in the NBA last year despite being a sixth man that would certainly add a new dynamic of course, this depends on what Nick Nurse's aims are with his new team and really what we're looking to do. Around the league, of course, the off-season has been a mad one. Let's, let's build up to it. Let's make a crescendo of the moves throughout this off-season. We have, I can't believe I'm calling this a small moves, people like Paul George re-signing with the Oklahoma Thunder City after it was thought that he was using Oklahoma as a kind of stopgap on his way to LA. He's decided to re-sign a four-year deal. And what a deal. What a deal for Oklahoma. They, they of course, keep Westbrook and Paul George together and could really... And it looks like, really, they're, they're continuing to challenge in the Western Conference, despite the new talent that's incoming. And what new talent is that, you ask? Of course, it is LeBron James. Moving from Cleveland Cavaliers, moving from his hometown to the bright lights of LA. Wearing number 23, joining the likes of Kobe Bryant and, of course, Michael Jordan. It's interesting here because we could see people like Kawhi Leonard joining him. That would be an interesting move, especially as earlier today, Kawhi said that his favoured move would be to the Lakers side of LA as opposed to the Clippers, where it was originally thought he may go. So essentially, it has been a draining of talent from the East to the West. It looks like in the East, the best player remaining perhaps is someone like Giannis. I'm not going to try to pronounce his second name. But in any sense, LeBron's move to LA has really opened up the Eastern Conference for the Raptors and has really, I think it's fixed the debate. There was a debate over whether the Raptors should you know, retool, rebuild, or carry on challenging. But I think in this case, with only really Boston and Philadelphia as the main challenges and these are two teams that the Raptors can go toe-to-toe -to -toe against the Raptors should certainly continue to challenge and continue to compete to the Eastern Conference Finals of course if they do get to the overall finals the NBA Finals they will inevitably meet the Golden State Warriors who have signed DeMarcus Cousins on a 5.9 million contract what an absolute steal the Warriors now have five All-Stars in their starting lineup. That is unprecedented. Is it an uncompetitive league? In any case, at least the Raptors can make the finals now, as opposed to just remaining in the Eastern Conference. So when we're looking forward to next season, and the next couple of months especially, what will we see Nick Nurse do? He hasn't coached an NBA team before, we don't know his particular style of play. We perhaps know from his disagreements with Dwayne Casey that he is a more offensive coach, and we'd hope then that perhaps 
he subscribes more to the philosophy of moving the ball around rather than playing iso ball. This did, of course, improve in the last season under Dwayne Casey, but as we saw, especially in the fourth quarter of the opener against the Cleveland Cavaliers, we kind of regressed back to that iso ball. So who knows, maybe Nick Nurse can implement a complete change. We'll see this perhaps in Summer League. And let's preview Summer League, actually. Summer League, the Raptors squad is being led by OG Ananubi, who is a surprise inclusion to some. He's a starter for the Raptors. He has a year of experience under his belt now. So it's a bit of an unprecedented move to, to include him in the side. But perhaps this is to just give him a little bit more experience. Of course, he was injured last season. He didn't have a summer league last season. So maybe this is time to give him a chance here. We also have bench players like Alfonso McKinney, Malcolm Miller, and newly acquired Malachi Richardson in the squad. This is a chance to really show Nick Nurse why they should get some minutes in the coming season. In terms of players Raptors have included but are looking to pick up, we have Augusto Cesar Lima is the most likely one, 6'10 power forward from Malaga. And really, we're just looking, if anything, for depth in the Summer League squad and in the performances. The games, of course, start tomorrow, Toronto matchup on Friday night against New Orleans, and then again on Sunday night against Minnesota, and finally against Oklahoma City. That wraps up the first episode. Please recommend this to your friends. Share it. Share it on Twitter, Facebook. If you still use Facebook, who knows? And I'll see you next time. This has been KJ, and this has been the first episode of Balling in the Six.